Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gamina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. What happened with the, what you going through? What's up? So when I reached out to you, I was, you know, I was in a, in a place of trying to figure things out. Like I was going through stuff with my kid's mom because, you know, I was, you know, being a young man, you know, being in the streets, doing what I wasn't supposed to do. But when mm-hmm. I found out I was having a baby, I was like, you know what, I want to, let me switch it around. So, you know, I kind of threw everything in that basket, going for it, like doing what I was supposed to do. Like I've been listening to your podcast for years, so I know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so I put that foot forward. But what up happening was like, not everything I planned didn't happen. As in, like, I tried to show my kids, mom, like, everything we talked about, you know, security, safety, you know, that I'm serious about it through action. I try to, you know, guide her because I see us as a team, you know. Right. But, you know, she wasn't really, she wasn't there mentally. But at the time, I didn't realize that. You know, what I realized was, the care I have for her, how I loved her, and I've seen this as a team. In my mind, when I'm talking to her, I'm thinking she, like, understands what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. she was with for seven years. So I was taking it real personal that she wasn't really understanding what I was trying to, like, teach her. But I had to realize that, you know, she, you know, we just think differently. And it wasn't right. that, like she was trying to be hard-headed or anything. It was just literally, it's, it's new to both of us, and she just wasn't thinking the same way I was thinking. So, like, once I understood that, it kind of put me on a better standpoint where I was able to like talk to her from a different perspective that worked for our situation as in co-parenting. So like our daughter's 13 months now and like Mr. TK, I swear this one year has been the best year than the seven years we've been dating as in communicative wise, like getting to know one another just because I feel like the relation part was taken out. But I feel like I had came to that realization and allowed it. Because, you know, she, okay. like I said, we different places in mind. So she wasn't really going to come up with that on her own. But I think by me backing off, it allowed her to kind of calm down so we was able to communicate better. Okay. Now, are y'all still together? No, we're not together, but we're we're cool as ice. I mean, okay. it's a conversation we've had, but... We realize we do so good as co-parenting at the moment. We're just going to keep focusing on that. Okay, let's go. Now, how, 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 um, what's the word I'm asking? How young is she? How old? I mean, how old are you compared to you? I'm 20. We're both 26. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a rough age to be even in a relationship. Right now, you get to, you get to live a little. Hope y'all can balance it out. You can live a little, she can live, live a little, still have the, 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 the blessings of having a baby there because it makes, having a child does make you feel amazing and it does change your way of thinking. 100%. But then when you send the kid back, you can still have that moment of freedom and peace where you don't have to be on your toes 24-7. Not here, a hundred percent right, and it's 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 way more comfortable through life like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like True. it feels good, even not being together. It feels good. That I don't have the worry on me of like you know, even though we're not together, we might not see eye to eye. I know that we both have the same interests within being a parent. Right. We're not trying to make it harder for the other one. 
Yes. Because that's you know? what happens with a lot of relationships. Once you break up, either the woman is petty or the man is petty, and it's the hell for the next 18 years, maybe a lifetime. That's true. And, you know, I'm going to give you your props so much because I say something. You said something that made me think. And it's so crazy. Like, you know, they always say, like, what you ever kid and all that. And you never think about it until you do. And you just be like, mm-hmm. I should have listened. But you said, it was like, yeah, as a parent, you give the best blessing of, of anything. Right? And right. I watched my kids, like, you know, be born. And after, like, for you saying that and me seeing that, it totally gives my kids' mom, like, the utmost respect. So we're like, even if we're together or not, like, that's my role, though. I will always make sure she's good, which is just, you know, trying to guide her or if she needs anything just off of, like, that. So when you said that, it kind of just clicked with me because that's still. Now, what, now, and forgive me if I don't remember because I'm tired. What did I say? What did I say? You said, um, like, that was the biggest blessing your peer could do was give you life. So like, yeah. I remember you were talking about one podcast. It was about, you were telling like that, like uh, I think it was a young lady who didn't have a father, but she was still like he gave you life. Yep. You know, you know things may not work out, but he gave you life. And yeah. you know, even though y'all might not be cool, you still got give you got to show the respect. You know. Right, so, and it's I, deeper than that too. I'm trying to cut you off. It's deeper than that too. I'm gonna put this in there for the people listening. See what I mean by it gave you life. There's a lot of parents, they don't talk to their children or the kids don't talk to them because of their moms or whatever. It's life. And I want people to understand if that is happening to you, it hurts a little, but these are the scars of life. And and when you're on this planet and breathing and you're pumping blood through your veins, you're going to get scars in life, some more than others. But you're going to be tested and you're going to create character. But when it comes to kids, and you can have good kids, and you can have kids that go the opposite direction, and you have to let it go. Because for peace of mind and success, you got to cut anything and everything off that can knock you off your square. Right. That can... You understand that can put you yeah. in situations. Anything that can make you feel depressed, anything that you think that can fuck up your life, you got to let it go. You're right. It's peace of mind. Yes. And you got to be disciplined enough to do it. A lot of people are not disciplined enough to do it. Some people let those problems right back in their life sometimes, thinking that that person or person or the situation change, but don't do it. Right. But go ahead. I just want to put that in there. No, you're right. I mean, I, I definitely think about that. I definitely think about a few steps ahead before I do anything. Mm. And, you know, like, I mean, you know, I, I'm i only 26, but I've had a fun 26. You know, I've lived a life. So now, you know, kind of taking life more serious as in having a kid and thinking about futures and actually putting You those- guys are awesome. At 26, I'm I'm 63. And I still take life. I I really have the best life any man on this planet to wish for. I really mean that. You do. I really do, fam. 
I mean, I'm tired right now, but I, I, I but we all get tired. Shit, it's part of the game. Part of the game. That's a little price to pay. A little price to pay. Yeah, little price to pay. You know, so I, like I'm sitting here and I said, let me call my man because I've it's been a minute since I had rap. I know we talked about insurance the last time. Yep. But I wanted to make sure that I got um, I got to you. I appreciate the call, man. Yeah. So tell me, so what's the plan now? Now that you. So right now, so like right now, because I'm a plumber apprentice, I'm finishing up my apprenticeship. Um, So like, you know, having a kid kind of, you know, kind of twist some things up. But like I said, thankfully, I'm at the end of that now where, you know, that's kind of handled. So I'm, I'm able to get back on track. Got one more year, take my test, I'm licensed. Um, my baby's good. My relationship with her kid's mom's good. I have my insurance policies, my annuities. I'm doing everything to set myself up. Next thing is just help mom dukes out, get a property, and you know, enjoy life. Yeah, are you dating? Are you fucking? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. You're not nothing in these women, are you? I've slipped up, but I'm smart about it from time to time. I'm no, not gonna lie to you. You can't slip up, yo. I know. I know. I, it's, it's, Please, every man, don't no man slip would up. admit it, but we all we all feel it. After we slip up, we all think about it. Like, right, Damn. right. Yeah, see, see, you're too young. I'm uh, see, I'm successful. If I nutted a bitch and she got pregnant, one at my age, if I'm fucking you, I nutted you. That bitch, I really like you. I'm just keeping it real, and I know you got yourself together. But when you're your age. You don't know yeah. who got shit together. You don't know right. who's going to be a great mom, who's going to be an asset to your life. So why not in the woman, yo? Why? Wow. You're right. You're right. But you know what? After listening to you for a long time, I've gained a lot of discernment to where I don't even mess around with a lot of women like that. Like the one, like, if I'm going to do that, it's because I may see something in you. And, you know, I don't. Like I said, I got a daughter now. It's, it changed me, TK. You know right. what I'm trying to say? In, in yeah, every way. That's you know? true. It changed me. Even when I do that, I can't even, like, I can't do that with everybody. I do that with one person just because it's easy for me to track that, you know, because I got so right. many other things. Now, wait, I'm going to slow you down now. Don't get so caught up that your child makes you think you should only date one person because that's how you get fucked up. Because when, if you're at your age, if you really just got one girl and you're just dating, but that girl doesn't see the way you're seeing it, and she's like, oh, I'm not really interested in you, and you have nothing else to deal with, you can get, it can hurt you. At your age, you should at least be dating a little bit more. Because nothing's guaranteed. I see exactly what you mean. I see exactly what you mean. Nothing is guaranteed. And you know what makes a breakup better to get through? What? Having another motherfucker you could fuck. <laughs> That's so true. I used to believe in that. But now I have a daughter now. I'll be thinking about that. But I can't be like, I don't want no guy doing that to my kid. Like, is it weird to have those type of thoughts now? No, no, no. That's when you're young. Let me tell you that story. I'll tell you about life right on that. See, most men or women, they break up. If the girl is a, whoever gets the boyfriend or girlfriend first, that's how it happens. 
whoever gets the person first. Okay. Is the person, the other person says, I don't don't have my child around no bitch, right? And the guy mm-hmm. says, but you have my fucking son or daughter around no other nigga. Everybody mm-hmm. has said that. That's true. And then as time goes on, you learn to deal with it. As time goes on, once you start dating, everybody starts growing. And in the first year, the second year, third year, it's really not tripping no more. I know one time I did a podcast where this guy had brought this girl into his house. She said she lied to him. She started dating another guy. And I told him, yo, you got your whole life now to get your life together. And you should shake that nigga's hand that dating your baby mom because he took pressure off you. Right. Don't be mad. Don't be mad at that nigga. Thank that nigga because he took a load off you. I understand I that. A, I have a son named Justin, and um, me and his mom is just we just had sex in a relationship. And I tell people sometimes sex makes babies, not love. And his her, her husband raised my son Justin. Okay. Right. And I salute that nigga to this day because um, to raise another nigga kid, you got to be partially crazy <laughs> and partially a fool. No, you do to do that. But it's good that we do have men out here who will come into a woman's life and try to give guidance to a family. Yeah, we need more of that. Yeah. See, the older I get and the more knowledge, I obtain in life, I see the world different than most people. I go so far, light years ahead, it's it's insane. Now, some people may be smarter than me when it comes to books. Some people may be smarter than me when it comes to math. Some people may be smarter than me when it comes to certain calculation. But see, school only teaches you memory. It doesn't teach you, it doesn't show that you understand life. Remember that. Gotcha. It's so true. See, getting straight A's in school doesn't mean you're smart. It means you have a great memory. That's true. You were able to remember things, comprehend things, so to speak. But it doesn't make you smart. And this is a fact. So... You go through life, and now that I see things, man, it's like the matrix. Like I look at people, I see these like computer things in front of me. I can read people. Like at the self-checkout, when they put the um, the bar on the machine and the price comes up, this is how fast when I hear a person's voice, hear how they talk, the way they shape, the way they look, the height and everything, I could 99.9% be dead on. Dead on. So what I believe in life is people are not um, have all the qualities I think they should have. I stay to myself. Travel the world. Stay to myself. Do what I need to do to uh, make me happy. Um, and rest and do these type of podcasts. You know, because the world will say, oh, I remember one time somebody said, "Who? Why should people listen to TK? He's single and never been married. Like that. <laughs> this is how brainwashed the world is. 
because right, being right. single is considered taboo, but it's not. It's definitely not. Being single is not taboo. Doesn't mean you can't have nobody. Sometimes it's the biggest. Piece. I think, yeah. Sometimes I, I, I sometimes I think I can have the pick of the litter if I really wanted to. But you it can. It With that perspective, you can. Right, you can. You can. I mean, who wouldn't want a nigga who get AARP, Social <laughs> Security? Right. You set up. Who right. wouldn't want that? <laughs> nigga, because when I was growing up, I remember in the 60s, women went for niggas who had benefits. Right. That was smart. Right. When we was growing up, it was benefits the woman looked for when she dated a man. You know, go over there and say hello to Mr. Johnson. He got benefits. Right. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, TK? Yeah. If I know, I don't know if you want to be married or not, but if you ever were to consider it, what do you think a woman would have to show you or you or some things you might want to see to consider giving a woman your last name? I would have to see her fucking bank account. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> You gotta make Listen. sure she got your back in all corners. I get Yeah, you. and I don't need I don't need her money. I just wanna make sure she got money because right. there's some women in, in, in your lifetime money tells me what you've accomplished in your lifetime. Right. I believe it shows that you worked hard or you inherited or you did something but you Profited and you made more money. It would be the bank account, so I know that you're not a liar. Because you know, so, so we talk about people talk about men lie, but women lie too. That's so true. When you look at the news, most women have become millionaires off a of divorce. Not that they worked hard for it. They married, had a baby with the guy, divorced her, and that's how they became a millionaire. All that type of shit scares the fuck out of me. Me too. That's the, I was just saying that. That's so scary. Because I know who I am. And the bitch try to get me. Uh, and, and I got to get somebody that kind of money. I, I think I would, I would truly hurt them. Right. So I don't put myself in situations that will make me jeopardize my life. So, okay. So if. You want to, if, okay, not you per se, but if you talking to a girl that has money, right? And, mm-hmm. like, what, how can I say this? But, you know, a woman who has money generally, you know, doesn't necessarily need you per se, for, besides the dick and emotions. But, like, how could you, because, like, for me, I work hard, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I don't necessarily need a woman as in what she can do. Like, I just, like, growing up, my grandfather was married 60 years, and I see what a woman can do for a man, but that's just, it, there's, like, it's not a list that you could kind of place on that, in my opinion. That's true. You know it's what I mean? based on the so, individual. Right. So, now, I know that, you know, women who have money generally kind of more want it their way, and I'm more of a guy who necessarily wants it my way up until I see that you want to be a team, and then it's our way. Right, but well, women who make money generally don't really be on that team shit. 
how would you like deal with that or approach that? Hmm, that's a good question, fam. Again, it's based on the woman, right? It's based okay. on the female. Because everybody's different. And two people have to truly like each other. And you, that's what I tell people. When you really like somebody, ah, nigga, the world is amazing. Mm -hmm. Most of us just like each other, but you don't really like that person. Like, truly like the dirty drawers. I know what you mean. I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, when you got that, you got it all. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I, from at my age now, from what I see, marriage is for people who have a mediocre lifestyle. Let me change what I mean. If you need two incomes to make it, you get you have two people who love each other. You got two people who can raise families. Marriage is perfect for you. Because you need each other to survive. See, I need you to go to work every day to help me pay the lights and gas bill and put food on the table. I need you to do X, Y, and Z with cable and groceries and get the kids sick. See, we need each other. We both need each other. If mm-hmm. I don't have you, bitch, we fall. If you don't have me, bitch, you fall. I like the fact when two people need each other to be in a relationship. I get what you mean. Because guys always marry women who are beneath them financially. Because they think they want to take care of her. They think this. Trust me. They think. They definitely think that. They think that shit. And some girls do cheat. And the girl cheat. Now the nigga want to kill her. Because he gave spent all his money on her. Mm-hmm. He upgraded her for another nigga. He get, he got his bitch together for another nigga. And that nigga ain't going to do. He ain't going to do what that nigga did. He ain't going to buy you a Birkin bag. He ain't going to buy you a bitch. He ain't going to buy you a house. That nigga going to be driving the car and shit. And the way the world is day, he'll be wearing the Birkin bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, give me the check. Right. So life is full of circles, Sam. You just got to... So you can... Listen, all this, every day you walk the street, every day you go to work, you just got to hope it works out good. And, and try, but really try to make good decisions. That's why you have to say to yourself, I can't take L. By taking the L, you cannot be coming in these women. Pull out, come on a bitch back over, put it in her mouth, and let her swallow it. We on the same type of time, TK. It's easier said than done nowadays. Yeah, you don't need no more responsibilities like that. See, I I got seven kids, and I really wish, and I mean this, that all my children came from one woman. I've heard you say that before. I do, yo. Man. Because there's a difference between the kids I raised and the 
children that their mothers raised them. The way we think, the way we move. Right. in house. Yeah. But, you know, I run a tight ship. I'm very nice. I've never yelled at my kids, yo. Really? You got some good kids, man. Never yet. No, I just I'm just been in control of my emotions and stuff because I truly see the way they think sometimes, and they're not bad kids. But I would never, never, never do that again. And I don't want. And anybody listening to any young man, don't think it's being a player. Don't think it's some fly shit to do it because it's not. It's not. You, if you get the crazy baby mama, you get a mud baby mama who don't understand, who's petty and has talking, shit goes over her head because she's ignorant, but she don't know. She thinks she's not ignorant. Man, this shit could drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. Get to the point you got to cut everybody off. You're like, fuck the daughter, fuck her, and don't call me if somebody died because I'm hanging up. Man, nobody want to deal with that. That shit too much. Especially when you want to be there, you know? Right. Way too much, man. Way too much, man. Way too much. So I want you to be happy. Now, where, what area are you living in now? You, got, you live with your mom or you live with, you got your own spot? So I had my own spot when I had the kid, but when we got, got it separated, I just left it for her. So her and my kid have, you know, a roof over their head. Okay, so, so I, my question again is mom. where are you living? Mom Duke's house. Okay, so you saving your money? Yep, saving my money, helping my mom out. Oh. It actually kind of okay. worked out. So it worked out, see? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong at 20-something years old living with your family. I think that's excellent. You at home, you're with your mom because she's happy that you're there. Trust me, your mother she happy. Is. I mean, my parents, they, they work real hard. So, I, you know, I came back with a plan. You know, my mom, she don't play no she don't play no games. She old-school gangster, like, before I even came home, she like, what's your plan? And I, knowing her, I had to come up with a plan, not just for myself, but to prove to her, you know, to make her feel uh-huh. good. Because she's like, I raised my kids. I don't come back. I did my job. So if you coming back, right. you coming back with a plan. So even with that, it still fueled me to, like, make sure I'm on it, you know? But right. It's, it, it, and like, like I said, you, it worked out. Yeah, and your, your kid, uh, I think when you was talking, I was thinking I had my first son at 27. Oh, man. And I, I cried like a baby when my son was born. I was like, I, I did cried. Too. <laughs> did you cry too? I did too. I did. Yeah, I didn't think I, I was did. going to. Honestly, I didn't even want to watch it. It wasn't the nurse. She, like, kind of snuck me into looking. And as soon mm-hmm. as I seen the top of my daughter head, I was locked in. Like, as soon as she came out, my whole world changed. And I know that sounds super, like, cliche. It's it's for real, for real. Like becoming a right. father changed your life. Like I that's, I now know what true love is for real. Yo, you hit it right on the nail. <laughs> for real. If right. you don't feel that feeling for a woman, you're not enough. I like that. I you know it. I'm gonna use that because it's a feeling you won't miss. Homie, can't miss it. Did, I, did I not hit that on the nail? You hit it on the nail. Right on it. And I've been listening to you before I even thought about having a kid. 
So when you, I love my daughters, all of them. I might love Trinity a lot more because my youngest daughter Trinity is actually under my roof in my home. Okay. She's in college a lot, but me and her are extremely close. That's just life, right? Right. But I love them all so much that if I don't have that feeling for a woman that I meet, it's not it. It's not it. I get that. I totally get that. That feeling is worse than any drug, man. It's it's, it's something yeah. that just you can't recreate. It just got to hit you. Because what I see about my daughter, I would do almost anything for her, but because I have to be a parent, mm-hmm. not her friend, I have to make tough decisions. Yeah, I get that. And, right? And when you're in love, you really want to take care of a woman. Like, you mm-hmm. really, that's love. Where mm-hmm. I really want to take care of you, and you don't mind taking care of Because when you take care of your kid, guess what? You don't feel nothing, right? You're like, you look forward to doing it. Yep. Oh, yes, good, good. That's how you should feel with the woman that you're interested in. That's 100%. That, that puts it all in perspective right there. That's, that, that's the feeling you would want from a woman, you know? You want right. to make sure. Definitely, 100%. Right. That's what you want. And if you got that feeling, and if she's the right woman, because, like, again, you got to be clever. You could feel this way towards her. But you got to hope she feels that way towards you. That's true. So you got a little because discernment you, in there. Right. Because if you don't, you could be get you could get played. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And your heart be broken. I gotta say to myself, man, fuck this. I ain't got time for all this fucking strategic thinking this shit in. You know, <laughs> oh man, fuck all this show. I ain't got the time for this shit. Should drive you fucking crazy. No, now, what part of the world are you in again? What city are you in? Um, I'm from Hartford, Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford, Connecticut. I had a big show up there not too long ago. I'll be in. I, I just I was in Brooklyn last night. The night before that, I was in Jacksonville, and now I'm on my way to um, Tampa, Florida. To so all my fans, I'm, I'll be in Tampa June 30th and the first at the Tampa Improv. I'm looking forward to that and. Then July 7th in Las Vegas, Nevada at the House of Blues, and July 8th in San Diego at the Observatory. So, got all these things going on. But I had to had to call you. I'm glad you're getting on the right track. You're helping mom out, and you're saving your money, and that's key. you working out. You're staying in shape. Yeah, so I, what I do for work keeps me in real good shape, and I've noticed that as long as I eat good, like, I stay right in where I'm supposed to be. I went and actually right. got one of them tests you were talking about, like that life testing. Mm. And I was there. They showed it, – it, it's, it's it's what you say. They showed me everything, every level of every everything. And the only thing I had yeah. some deficiencies on was D3. Okay. So I had to take some D3 pills, but after that, you know – I was good. I'm happy I actually did it because I didn't even know all that stuff they recorded. Isn't that something? So, it, it is. And, you know, once once you know your baseline, it gives you a good trajectory of where you want to go, you know? 
Right. Since I seen that I actually was where I needed to be, I was like, well, let me just stay here. So now it made right. me real conscious right. of what I want to do. And see, Cam, I'm not going to lie. I see you on IG, and I'd be like, that got to be me. Like, when I get that age, I got to be the coolest, flyest, green dad. I want all the young teachers to want to fuck. I ain't going to fuck them, but I just want them to fuck me, you know? Right, like, right. Like, right. Like, so, trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm keying to that stuff. Yeah, I tell I'm people all the time. I'm trying my best. I promise. I'm the flyest old nigga you'll ever meet. Swear. Yeah, but I'm glad that you said like going to get your test, and once you see it, you know where you need to be or where you need to stay. Right. That's it. All you gotta do is see the information. I'm a true believer. I just want to see right. it for myself and let me make my decision from there. Yeah. Yeah, because if you don't see, you, you, you're you really playing Russian roulette, right? Because <laughs> you don't think anything can happen to you. Because look at the rapper who was performing last week in Houston and died on stage yeah, yeah. performing. All right, Pete, that was sad, man. Just straight died. I guarantee you it was either drugs or he took some, um, either drugs or he had a heart attack on stage because he was overweight. He was a big guy. Not taking care of the body. Man, and that's, that's what good. I want. That's what I want you guys to get from me. When you're like, "Yo, how can this old nigga look like this?" TK, in my line of work, oh, like I said, I'm a plumber apprentice. I work with guys not even in their fifties that looks way worse, and they're too far gone. I'm like, nah, right, can't be right, can't be me. Mm-mm. Because the reason why people say, "Oh my God, he don't look his age." Because it goes to show you, you don't have to look your age. No. You don't have to look 63. You don't. You just got to take care of yourself. Definitely. Has to. Just got to take care of yourself. Listen, you take care of Mom Dukes. I got to send this over to the producers for them to get it all ready and so we can air this in first thing in the morning. I'm in Brooklyn now, so I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to order me some ice cream and some sprinkles here at the Ritz-Carlton. And, uh, there you go. You see, I, you know, I, I live good, and I share with the young people so it can in, in, inspire you guys because... It uh, does. It does, man. It does. Mm-hmm. Like, I, trust me, I, I say to my... You said something a long time ago, too. That stuck me. You was like, whoever... Wondering what to do, just ask yourself, what would TK do? And I say that all the time. I'm like, what would TK do in this moment? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And don't like, forget, decisions are hard. I I have I have to make tough decisions as well. And um, I always, for the last 20, maybe 37 years, I always chose right. And that's what makes, that's what gets me through life. When I am challenged, that I know I can make a wrong decision. Give me an example. Earlier this year, I was in Dayton, Ohio, and I rented a car. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I drive myself. I don't need security, bodyguards, or like I said. I really like my my own time, right? Mm-hmm. So I drove to the car, go to the show, came out, 
two days straight. And then one day, I was going to put something in my armrest right before I walked in. I think it was my wallet or something. And I went to put it in the armrest, and there was a Glock 9mm with a clip. What? In the rental? In the rental. I couldn't believe it. Somebody had left it there. But this one, now I'm going to tell you my mindset now. I can't lie. I'm going to tell you my mindset. I was thinking of Franklin Saint. <laughs> <laughs> of Snowfall. See how my, that's where my mind was. Yep. I'm going to keep this yep. motherfucking gun. <laughs> I said, I'm going to keep this gun. So I called my homie. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, I got some picture of it. He said, man, whatever you do, don't take that motherfucker on the plane. Don't put it under in your suitcase. Because if they find that motherfucker, you're in trouble. Yeah. Then I was thinking how I could ship it with FedEx and put, a lot, put it with a lot of clothes and hide oh, it. Oh, the right? gear started turning. Yeah, I was thinking about all the, I'm thinking about all this shit. Now I'm, thinking, I'm telling you, I'm thinking of ways. Get it back to my home. Mm-hmm. And then I chilled. And after the emotion, the excitement left, I said, TK, that gun only going to bring two things to your life. Prison. Well, three things. Prison, someone's going to die, or you're going you're gonna to die. Yep. That's what I said. So I had to drive from Dayton to Columbus, Ohio to catch my flight, which is about maybe an hour and change. I got up that morning at 3 a.m. There was a big lake by the hotel I was staying at. And I mm. threw the gun in the water with the clip and drove. And I realized that if I'd have had that gun and I got caught with it, yep. it would have fucked up my but that's what I'm saying, good decision. It felt good to know that I did that. Yeah, doing the right thing is cool. It's not yeah, cool it doing is. the wrong thing and, you know, trying to just get an arousal. It's not cool at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so everybody listen, it, it, it seems like it hurts to make a good decision, but you appreciate it later. You will, I promise you. You will appreciate it later after you make that right decision. You make that wrong decision, and I'm going to use this as an example. Bootsy is, I love Bootsy. Yo, I love Bootsy too. I didn't know that nigga felt horrible in the face yeah. the other day. I know, because I know he probably didn't mean it. You know, he probably wasn't going to hurt nobody. Right. But he had the gun on him, and he can't even say it was a fake gun because when the cops pulled him over, the gun was in the car. So all he can do is really take a deal. They go offer him a deal, and he might have to do three years or something, but he, he might have to do some time. Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah, because he's, a felon. He, 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 he's, because he's a felon. Right. And... See, when I used to be a felon, um, one of my business partners named David Klingman, he said to me, TK, you're not afraid of anything. White guy. He said, you got to be afraid. He said, because you think after the fact, 
and I changed my thinking, and I was like, I'm not going to do stuff now and worry about the consequences. That's to do shit and worry about the consequences. Now I worry about the consequences before I do something. And it hurts, dog. Listen to me. I'm telling you, sometimes people should have gotten it. People have done shit to me. They should have got dealt with. I've you. And I had to walk away feeling like I'm a punk. But what I saw was that every time I made a good decision, the universe blessed me. I got more successful. Every time something happens, I was blessed with something else Blessed something else as a reward for making a good decision, and that's and that brings you further every time. You know, sometimes every some time. of us can't sit with ourselves. You know, I mean, I was just referring to one of my friends as you know, doing the straight and narrow sometimes is boring. So I feel like people can't sit with themselves and you know, yeah, put themselves in some bad decisions or make some bad decisions because it right. makes you more exciting. Right. But really doing the right thing and making the right decision brings you further in life with a lot yeah. less stress. Because you get setbacks. Right. You get setbacks. And it's and, and that's how I got successful too, because I used to have I used to get in so much trouble. I said and I used to win, I used to beat my cases. I may not have went to prison and I probably got probation, but I won. But anytime you ain't in prison, you won. Hundred percent. This is fact. And I said I said, T K if you can take all this energy to fight a case, and maybe you took the same energy and applied it to your life, how successful you would be. And that's what I've done. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Podcast. We're talking to my man here. But what I'm getting out of this podcast today, out of everything, I know we were discussing his situation. But denying is about choices. You, some of you guys are going to hear this today. and You're going to have to make some tough decisions this week. And when that tough decision comes, no matter how painful it might hurt, do the right thing. You would appreciate it, but not next week, not the, the next month, not the next year, but the following years you will appreciate it because if it's something that could put you in prison, you're going to be mad than a motherfucker when they close that cell door and you eat that food that a rat won't even eat. They feed dogs better than what they give people in prison. It's fucked up. I hope I changed somebody's life today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Podcast. Thank you. Tampa, Florida, Improv, this week. Get your tickets, ladies and gentlemen. July 7th, uh, House of Blues, Las Vegas, Nevada. Just go to LiveNation.com and then also stroll down and see if I am coming to a city you you got my number, fam. Text me or call me anytime. I got you, bro. Thanks for calling me, right. man. Have a good All night. Right, take care. You too, fam. Tell your mom. Hello. I will. Bye-bye. All right. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.